T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. She may be a girl, but she is awesome. Let me tell you, I am so excited about this interview. You see, history will be made on Tuesday this week as Dewana Witt will be sworn in as Hennepin County's first black and first female sheriff. After learning of her election victory, Sheriff-elect Witt uh, stressed her focus to combat violent crime. But what specific plans have been put together to accomplish this goal, right? Well, ahead of the historic swearing-in event, we are honored to have Sheriff-elect Witt join us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Welcome, welcome to WCCO Radio. I'm so happy that you are joining us tonight. Thank you, Geraldine, for having me. I really appreciate it. You will be sworn in on January 3rd. That's just like around the corner. And I got to ask you, have you stopped smiling? This, the smile I saw in the, in the Star Tribune article, it, it's, it's as though you said, thank goodness I made it here. You really wanted to do this, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, you know, I've always just wanted to do the best I can, and I always, I always have that servant leadership or that servant mentality where just doing good for others makes me feel good as an individual, as a person. So this is the topping of the cake right now. It is the topping of the cake. How do you, how do you um, decide what is going to happen tomorrow or Tuesday um, as you prepare for this, as you know that, okay, the sworn is going to happen and I will be, <laughs> right, the sheriff, the Hennepin County Sheriff. How do you prepare for that? You know, it's like uh, every day and I just take it as it comes. You know, um, I do believe in myself. I know I have a good support team and, you know, I'm going to be focusing on not crying actually at that at that time um, because it is important and it is very meaningful. And, you know, I'm still in disbelief. I'm not sure if I felt the full effects of what has just happened with this election. Um, but what I do know is that I have the passion and the, the know-how to do better. And that's exactly what I plan on doing. You know, so many of us uh, women, especially BIPOC, um, we know what it means to want to be in a position. But when you actually get there, how you deal with it from that initial moment is really sacred to so many. Tell me how you are looking forward to Tuesday and how you will begin that day. Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> um Sorry, getting choked up now just even thinking and talking about it. But 
you know, uh, Tuesday morning, I'm going to do what I do every day. I'm just going to prepare myself to be the best version of me that I can be. You know, I've been um, really focusing on building relationships and building like that, that circle of strength, people with different walks of life, people who can encourage me and uh, make sure that I'm doing exactly what I need to do, what the people expect me to do, and um, just making sure I'm well-rounded. And so Tuesday morning, I, I again, I just don't know if I, I just don't know how I'm going to deal with that day, but I'm going to just take it on and, and, and do my best uh, to hold back, hold back tears of joy, if you will. Right. And I hope you don't hold them back. I understand that you may want to. I get it. <laughs> I would probably want to, too. Bad for your but makeup, I'm saying though, you know? to you. Yeah, I know. I know. Bring that powder, that powder thing, you know, the, the little <laughs> puff, honey, make it work. But here's the thing. The challenge is that as black women, and we keep seeing our footsteps getting larger and larger in life, that is incredible. And you are a part of that. You are offering us that possibility because you did it, right? So you've already got people um, that will stand on your shoulders. They want to stand there with you and, and help you in any way you can. Tell us how we can help you in the great state of Minnesota, especially Hennepin County. How can you help me? Um, Well, it's not to help the communities is to help me. Um, You know, I know very well going into this that there will be people watching to see everything that I do, my decisions, how I move, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, What I will say is that I won't get everything right, but I've never been one to let adversity take over me. You know, I'm a person who believes uh, that we are successes not only by um, staying comfortable and sticking with what we know, but also by making decisions that need to be made. Um, how I how can people help me is keep the communication flowing, and I promise to do the same. Um, let me know what are your thoughts. How do the choices, the decisions that are made affect? Um, individuals and communities, you know, we, when we talk about even like our stakeholders, right? People who, who have, has the stake into just wanting us to be better. I believe that that can happen. And I think, you know, when I hear people say, what are we missing in leadership? It's people that actually care about the work they do. Something I said along my campaign is that this isn't just a job for me. I really do care about what happens next. And I am willing to take on that responsibility of making sure I get us to a better place because I believe we can and I believe we will. I've never been one to sit back and just critique. I'm a doer, and that's what I'm doing now. So, again, going back to your question about how people can help me, keep talking to me. Keep talking to me and let me know Um, because it's not about me. It's not just one vision. This is all of our vision. This is everybody has a stake in this. Every resident of Hennepin County, every business owner, every visitor. And, you know, I have, again, the passion to want us to do better, and I know that we can. And so I, I, I just need to know that... Um... Oops, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You just wanted to know. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in Hennepin County, but... You know, um, just even that representation, right? Um, Because I was the little girl who didn't see any of this coming. I know what it feels like to feel helpless. I know what it feels like to uh, when we um, have people that we believe 
are going to to help us and protect us fail you, I know what that means. And so I strive to be the person that I needed to see, that I wanted to see, and I take this commitment to Hennepin County very seriously. And, um, you know, I just can't wait to get to work. Just can't get to I just can't wait to get to work. And, you know, it's one of those things how they say, I can show you better than I can tell you. So I look forward to showing the people that I am the right choice. Hennepin County is deep and wide. We know this. Um, And out of all of your time Mm -hmm. of studying and knowing and, and building relationships in Hennepin County, I can only imagine what that feels like when you're at the top of the heap. Because sometimes people look back and they think, well, you know, why did she run for that? Or maybe I should have run for that. And, you know, people start to question Mm -hmm. themselves because of what you have accomplished. What would the advice be for those um, African-Americans or BIPOC communities who are saying to themselves, she did it. Now, how can I do it? What would you tell them? Right. You know, um, I just swore in our first class of detention deputies here on Friday. And one of the things that I said to that class is remember the why. You know, I always surround myself with uh, memorabilia, if you will, of of the why, whether it's me helping victims or inspirational um, quotes and photos. But we have to remember the why. And so what I would say to people is remember why you want to do what it is you choose to do. Um, It's been tough. These last few years have been overwhelmingly tough for the profession. But you have to remember why you're doing it. We can't lose that. And that's what I would say to inspire anyone who are facing adversity or questioning what it is they should be doing in their life. Remember why you want to do it. Right. And let that guide you into reaching your goals. Are you hearing from the men that are there to support you as well? Not just the women, um, but, you know, all that are interested in helping you uh, lead the way. Are you hearing more from them? Are you excited to get started with those that are advocating for you? Yes, I'm hearing from men and women alike. Um, You know, the people who truly know me and know my heart, um, they know that I have stayed authentic and I've stayed true to myself and I stay true to uh, this profession despite of all the things that have gone on. I consider myself truly blessed that I have people that believe in me. They They know my heart and they know that I am making this choice for all the right reasons. And, and that, that is helpful, but it's men and women alike. It's just, it's interesting, right? Though when you think about it, okay, it is going to be a woman leading the sheriff's office for the first time ever and a black woman at that. I'm sure that makes some people nervous. Like, Oh my goodness, put your seatbelt on. Right. <laughs> what, what does that mean? Yeah. But for the people who know me and have taken the time to get to know me, you know, it's, it's funny because no matter who it's been that I sat in front of, no matter what their views, whether they're same or different, I've always seemed to do very well with winning people over. And I'm proud to say I did that by staying true to myself and to my beliefs, not by pretending to be someone that I am not. And that is more verification to me as to why I am the right person for this job. 
Well, it's interesting to me, um, some of those same words were in part of the article where you were talking about um, your comments were saying, as a black person and woman to hold the office, I'm thinking about who did I just pave mm-hmm. the way for? That was powerful for me. Yes. I'm so excited that you said that because you're already looking ahead. There's so many leaders yeah. that don't start there. <laughs> so I just want to say congratulations and we, because we that is very clear. Thank you very much. And, and, you know, we have to be because, you know what, our younger generation, they are watching. And um, to the adults, to elected officials, to every citizen, we have to do better. They deserve better. And, you know, when you take on the responsibility of an elected office or any job, we need to remember why we're doing it. And it needs to be for the right reasons. In the article, it also says that you were pulling together a transition team. Have you started? Yes, uh, my transition team has started, and I've had interviews as uh, as recent as last week, like second or third round interviews. So that is still in the making. You know, um, it's interesting because I do I don't take it lightly. And something that I said to the current administration there is like anything that reflects anything like a good old boy system is out the window with me. I want the right people with the same passion that I do, that I have so that we can be successful. You know, it's not just the residents that I need to think about at Hennepin County, but it's also the staff. And, you know, um, when, when thinking like that, you have to think leadership. And if you are a leader who does not believe that we can do better and that we should do better, then you're not the right person for my team. So it's, it's been a, uh, a very um, meticulous process in making sure that I get the right people who had that same level of passion to match mine and want to do better, not only for the residents, but for the men and women who come into that, to the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office every day. It has to be matching mine because I do care. And I know that there's others like me. It blows my mind that you will now be, um, you know, taking care of and and, uh, leading 830 people, including about 330 licensed deputies. That's incredible. Did you watch someone or were you very engaged with the last sheriff? And you got a chance to see how this works? Um, Well, I can say that I've um, worked under five sheriffs, right? I started my career with Sheriff McGowan at Hennepin County, then went on to Mm -hmm. Dakota County and worked under Sheriff Goodmanson, Bellows, Leslie, and then to come back to Hennepin County working under Hutch, um, Sheriff Hutchinson, if you will. But, you know, watching every, every leader or every person in those positions to see what worked for me and what didn't work for me. You know, it's interesting because when people don't like something, you tend to you tend to just throw that away. I'm a person right. who I put all tools in the toolbox because there's certain things, there's certain actions, there's certain ways in dealing with people that works with some and not for others. It works at certain times and not at other times. So, so you know, I, I always kept my eyes open, my ears open, and um, – I can say that I am lucky to to see so many different uh, type of leadership skills that I know exactly the type of leader I want to be. I would love to meet you. Can I just say that? I'd love to just shake your hand. I think it's quite remarkable that you are now in this position. Well, then we have to make it happen. We have to make it happen because I'm standing tall, sitting down, and that's hard to do. (laughs) 
Okay, final question for you. Um, you talked about creating a separate advisory board um, focused on curbing crime mm -hmm. in Minneapolis because, of course, that's the largest city. And I'm just curious to know, how is that going? Are you thinking it through, or have you really started putting uh, time in on making that come or bringing that to fruition? So there's actually two advisory boards. Um, you might, well, you could say three. Um, so the sheriff's offices typically do have citizen advisory boards. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I learned is that those, the people from advisory boards are usually handpicked. Um, I want to know who's interested in being a part of this process. So, you know, I don't want to miss anybody. So there's going to be a process where asking people who are um, active and committed to their communities to be a part of that. Now, I'm not... Um, um, I'm not going without knowing that Minneapolis is is a big um, is going to have its own set of issues to talk with. So that's why it's like, okay, maybe I need a Minneapolis advisory board as well as the suburban advisory board where we don't always meet together. Um, but just to make sure that everybody's voices is heard, because it was quite clear in the campaign trail that the suburbs were worried about. Um, things that are happening in Minneapolis, taking those resources from the suburbs. So I need to uh, really figure that out to make sure that everybody, because my responsibility is to the entire county, is heard in those issues, whatever they may be, are heard. But there's something else important, something that's always been uh, important to me are our youth. I am also going to have a youth advisory board um, involving high schoolers. Mm -hmm. And hearing what through their lives, what they're seeing and what they need. You know, when we're talking about um, building bridges and when we're talking about um, recruitment, even, if you will, whether it's indirect or direct, those are the type of things that we need to do. And so um, there will be a, a, a teenage advisory board as well. Awesome. And I do think that's important for bridging those gaps. And I must say, when you mentioned the suburbs, here's the, you know, whether it's the suburbs, the exurbs, uh, my challenge is that we don't get to hear much about what's really happening in many of those neighborhoods. And not all of it is good. Um, yeah. And so a lot of times we don't hear, we don't know all the stats for a lot of those places. I hope it comes to a point where all of our stats are presented out front and honest, right? So we all know what positions we are in when it comes to our neighborhoods and our communities. So that's just one thing I'd like to uh, send send that to you and just say, please, please consider that because the more we know about each other, the more we know each other. Um, so I really appreciate you joining us tonight. Major right. Dewana Witt, Hennepin County Sheriff-elect will become the sheriff on this Tuesday, January 3rd. Thank you so much. And I am looking forward to shaking your hand. <laughs> Thank you. Likewise. Thank you so much. All right. You take care. Be safe. You too. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. That's one of our own, Major Dewana Witt. And if you can uh, go to the Star Tribune and uh, read the article as well, I suggest that you do that. And if you find a way that you can reach out and actually get a chance to meet her, let me know. I'd like to know how that process goes as well. All right. We're going to take a break and come back and do some weather in just a moment. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, it is 829, and of course you are listening to Still Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Still. I hope you enjoyed um, that conversation with um, a woman that I truly admire now. Uh, she sounds fearless to me, Jonathan. I don't know if you heard that, but her name is Major Dewana Witt, and of course that's Hennepin County Sheriff-elect, and I am excited to have um, spoken with her tonight. Now coming up at 835 is Ruth Richardson. She's with the Minnesota State as a representative, District 52B, and she's also the CEO of Planned Parenthood North Central States. I am so looking forward to talking to her about the overturning of Roe versus Wade and so much more, so stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. Yes, you are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. My next guest is Ruth Richardson, Minnesota State Representative, District 52B, and CEO of Planned Parenthood North Central States. Um, I don't know if you've known, but as 2023 starts, Planned Parenthood continues their longtime services with a changing political landscape, most notably the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Over the summer, this is the situation that State Representative Ruth Richardson now faces. This past September, Planned Parenthood of the North Central States announced that she would take over the organization from outgoing CEO Sarah Stace. Representative Richardson, who won a re-election in her seat in November, joins us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Welcome, Ruth. Welcome, and thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. My goodness, you are now CEO of Planned Parenthood North Central States. How do you feel? Um, I feel uh, very hopeful and excited for what we're going to be able to do uh, together. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been a hard year uh, and we've got some challenges, but we're up to those challenges. We have to be up to those challenges. And I, I really hope that you will say yes to this question. I'm wondering, have you just heard from so many people from all over the great state of Minnesota, as well as some of the surrounding states, uh, to hear about you taking over as the CEO? Have you heard about ha- heard from so many people? Yes, I have had an incredibly uh, warm welcome to the organization and have just had good wishes and good tidings from uh, the five-state region. So I'm very grateful for that. We are very grateful that you are here. My goodness. So as you look at where you have been and now where you are, what does that feel like to you? Yeah, you know, thinking about uh, 2022, 2022 was a hard year for for a lot of reasons. Um, Amen. And in some 
right? Uh, and in some ways, it was really unrelenting. You know, you alluded to uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned, something that people saw as 50 years of, you know, of law that they didn't anticipate uh, would, would be overturned. And so, I, you know, I think uh, with that overturning, it, it really created this really shifting landscape that we find ourselves in, where we're watching the courts, right? We're watching uh, state legislatures and, and really just sort of uh, understanding what this is going to mean for the long term. And the long term, we know about it. We have stayed, you know, um, fiercely uh, making sure that we know everything that's going on. But it's important. It seems like it's impossible to know everything that's going on when it comes to what you are doing now. And I'm just wondering, have you put together the teams that you need to really surround you to help bring all the information that you need? Because that is really a challenge, whether you are in corporations, small nonprofits, that sort of thing. It seems like women are having a harder time to get to the information they need in order to make a big, huge difference? Yeah, there, there are definitely uh, challenges to accessing uh, healthcare and reproductive uh, healthcare services. And so we've really been uh, focused on ensuring that we are able to help people, um, you know, get to their appointments, you know, our abortion patients, uh, continuing to provide mental health services, cancer screenings, STI screenings and treatments um, as well, and expanding our telehealth services because we know how important that access uh, to health care is. And we also recognize that uh, the abortion bans that are popping up around the, the uh, nation, they don't ban abortions for everyone. They only ban abortions for people who don't have uh, the means or the opportunity uh, to travel for, for their health care. Wow, I did not know that. I'm so glad that you told us that. That's important information. Um, I'm curious to know, though, you are an attorney as well from Mendota Heights, and you will be, you are the first black woman to lead Planned Parenthood in the region, in the region. Um, that's remarkable. I don't know how you went to sleep after you found out you had this job. <laughs> I lost sleep just for you. <laughs> yeah, there. You know, um, it's it's uh, it's humbling uh, to to be uh, the first, and there's also a lot of responsibility <laughs> that comes with uh, with being the the first as well. And you know, as we're looking forward to uh, to, to 2023, we're just really focused on ensuring that we are breaking down the barriers for people to to access uh, their health care um, and their critical reproductive health services because it's so important. You know, speaking of um, those that have been breaking down these barriers, I, I, I know so many. I grew up in Gary, Indiana, and I am telling mm. you, in a, in a black chocolate city, um, there were so many families that were really engaged in the conversation around abortion. And, you know, yeah. it was our mother's stories and our grandmother's stories that mm. made a difference. And I know your stories that you heard from your mother and maybe some of the other uh, elders of the family must have really made a change in you. Why is it that sometimes there are those that can 
can do it. They can do uh, more, but they won't do more because they don't have that set of stories. They don't have that connection with the elders and their loved ones throughout the decades. And I'm just curious to know if there is a way that you are considering um, making sure that people know these stories in order for them to be able to act on them. You know, um, our stories are so important uh, and our histories and our legacies. Um, my great-grandmother was a traditional back, uh, black midwife. Um, and, you know, growing up and hearing uh, the, the stories of the, the work that she did when, you know, they talk about catching babies, but um, she did a lot more than that, right? Uh, those traditional black midwives, they were really uh, important pieces of the community. Uh, they were prayer partners. Um, they were loan officers. Um, you know, they provided marital counseling, all, all types of things that really helped to kind of keep uh, communities connected. And so the push out of, of those black midwives, we, we, continue, we continue to feel that that impact today. And I just think that it's so important because when the stories that I, I grew up hearing about, uh, you know, births, and um, they weren't all exciting, fun, happy stories. There were a lot of stories uh, of trauma that were built out within that as well. And as we uh, kind of fast forward to today, and we see that these abortion bans are are popping up around the nation. It's important to understand the research tells us in states that ban abortion, we see maternal mortality rates increase. And when we know that black women are three to four times more likely to die from pregnancy-related causes, and this is a long-standing issue that we have within our community, we know that it's important to tell those stories so that we can break down those barriers to ensure that people have access to the full range of healthcare services that they need. Wow. So as we move forward, as you move forward in this incredible, important um, position that you're in, I'm just curious to know what is the first or the next, I should say, you've been working so hard for so long. I'm just curious to know what is next for Planned Parenthood um, and for you. Yeah, you know, as we are going into uh, 2023, we are going to continue the work that we're doing to ensure that people can have access to health care. We've seen a 13% increase in patients traveling outside of our region uh, mm -hmm. to um, Minnesota and some of our surrounding states to access uh, abortion care. And so we're going to continue to provide those patient navigators who really serve as travel agents to help to ensure people can get to those uh, appointments. Um, we're going to continue providing mental health services and working to break down the stigma that we see that, um, you know, impacts uh, not only access to abortion care, but also uh, sexually transmitted infection uh, screening and treatments um, as well. And health equity is going to continue to be uh, top of mind. You know, we believe that health care is a human right, and it's our responsibility to ensure that people can access the care that they need. Speaking of access, I'm just I'm wondering if people want to donate, because as we hear more and more about what we should be doing, I think one of the best things we can do is donate. Um, where would people go? What should they go to, to in order to donate to Planned Parenthood? Yeah. 
Yes, you can come to our web our website on Planned Parenthood North Central uh, States uh, to to donate. Um, you know, in terms of ensuring that we can continue to provide the services that we provide in terms of access to uh, abortion care, cancer screenings, STI screenings, and mental health services, we would love to have that support, and it's needed now more than ever. It is needed now more than ever. I commend you um, for doing what you are doing. If there is one last question I would have for you, is there anything you are most worried about in this new position? You know, you know, as I think um, about the, the the worries that individuals who are facing uh, barriers to, to accessing care, that's something that definitely uh, weighs heavy because we know that there are disparities and that there are inequities within our communities that can um, really be uh barriers to people being able to reach their 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 optimal health and so that commitment uh, of health equity is one that um, weighs uh, very heavy but I think it's also an amazing opportunity for us to to really be thinking about not only increasing access uh, across our, our region but ensuring that we are breaking down the barriers for those who are facing barriers in their own state as well. It's a, it's a heavy responsibility, but it's a commitment that we are going into 2023 um, focused on ensuring that we can succeed on. Well, one thing I know after speaking with you is that your shoulders are very strong. And I know that, you know, you in that song, we, we, you raise me up so I can stand on mountains. This is what you're doing. That's important. And I am so happy that you are in this moment, in this position. And if I can help in any way, please don't hesitate to contact me. Please don't. Oh, I appreciate you so much and, and looking forward to walking this journey with you. And thank you for all you do to lift up our communities as well. All right, Ruth Richardson, what a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, if you uh, had a chance to experience what I just heard, I hope, too, that you were moved by it. There are women, and this is a, another African-American woman, woman uh, first one in this position, and I tell you, um, it's really quite moving for me. I am a feminist in so many ways, um, and at the same time, I want to see um, women move up and forward continually. We've been doing it for decades now. And even though there are those who want to cut us off and turn us around and say, nope, got to go back, got to go back, we are just constantly moving forward. So congratulations. Um, it's just quite remarkable. We're going to take a break and pay some bills. We'll be back. It is now 8.53. Oh, my goodness. I, I just realized, Jonathan, that so far tonight, um, my first guest was at 7.35, and now we're about to approach the 9 o'clock hour, and every guest so far has been women. That just kind of gave me chills. <laughs> I didn't realize it until I was sorting out the papers, and um, I, I looked at each one. I went, oh, my goodness. These are women that are doing great things. And believe me, I'm not one of those that's trying to stop men from doing great things as well. I think we all need to get to greatness, to be the greatest we can be, right? Um, so just learning or, or realizing that this is what has happened tonight. I am 
So excited about that. Of course, the first first guest that's coming up for Center Stage, which is all things arts and entertainment, we just believe you ought to know about it. My first guest will be Rick Thompson. So there will be a man in that particular set. Um, but I, I'm just so surprised that there were that many women and so thrilled that there were that many women for those hours, the 7 o'clock and the 8 o'clock hours. So well done to you, Jonathan, and to Chris uh, Tubbs, you guys doing um, making it happen. I'm just so grateful for that. Um, also, Gary Hines is going to join us in the 9 o'clock hour. There's a lot to talk about. Talk about. You know, they are Grammy Award winning. Um, they are doing great things, always putting out new music, and we're going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. We're going to have a great time. I do want to say it one more time. If you are just now joining us, uh, Michael Battlewood, my son, will not be joining us tonight for the Mom and Michael Hour. However, he is out of state. He's not in California and he's not here. But when he was here, I do want to tell you this. My son and my daughter decided, Jonathan, to um, offer me a down payment for my car. I needed a car. My 2000, 2008 Volvo was screaming. I mean, like, ah! that sort of screaming. And I couldn't believe it. So I took it into Borden Volvo. And I thought, okay, maybe it's time for me to get another car instead of trying to put five to seven thousand dollars in the in the 2008 Volvo, which I loved. And I did. I got a car. And I have to say, Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that I don't have the screaming or the, the, the steering wheel was seizing up. It was just frustrating. So there you go. Aren't you proud of me that I did it? Wait, 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 oh. wait, wait. Proud of you? Yeah. I'm proud of you. Wait a minute. I mean, I'm proud of my children. Don't get me wrong. This was like the greatest Christmas gift. Oh my gosh. Just well. Other who than put the down payment on the car? I know. And Joey did too. So it was Michael, Joey, and Venice that did that. That sound that sounds fantastic. Balling. I, I, I want to congratulate them. Well, me too. Me too. I understand that. I'm just saying to you though. It's just my son got in my car, the 2008 Volvo, and he said, "That's it, Mom. Tomorrow we have to buy a car. We have to do it. You have to get another car. Don't don't start putting seven thousand dollars into it. Just you have to get a car." So I feel so blessed. What a blessed Christmas it has been. And what an incredible New Year's we will have. I believe 2023 is going to render truth to all of us. I really believe that. So there you go. That that sounds ominous. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan. <laughs> not so, render, not render so truth. at all. It will not enlighten us. It won't, it won't give us foresight it will render truth on us yikes <laughs> all right everyone coming up next is center stage rick thompson is going to take it because he is now the history theater's next artistic director stay tuned we'll be right back t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.